If you're looking for answers and references with regard to your daily experiences as you take your trip and journey to the great life of 20s, you came to the right place. In every book, there's a chapter, there's a story, and a character. Characters who are willing to share their experiences in their life as 20s, stories wherein you can relate, understand, and grasp the ideals and wonders of this generation, and finally, a chapter where everyone can write their own unique story. My name is Marks Medina, and welcome to Chapter 20s. Good day, everyone! It is the 11th of September, and welcome to the podcast. Today, we are going to discuss a very serious issue in our 20s, which is managing disappointments. So, what is disappointment, and why do we need to manage it? Well, disappointment is the sadness or displeasure caused by a non-fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations. And these sadness or displeasures will bring you pain mentally and emotionally. It will affect your mood and how you approach things preceding to that unpleasant event. And this is the very reason why we need to manage it. Mastering this in your 20s will allow you to have a good foundation as a person and it will serve as your shield when the pain of disappointment stings you. So let me ask you, have you ever been disappointed in yourself or others because you're anticipating a good performance but it did not meet your expectations? Remember those times when you bought something online and when it arrived, the product wasn't what you're expecting it to be? Or when you were very excited to watch a movie and it turned out to be really bad? Remember those times when you were working your ass out at work to be considered for a promotion, but in the end, it was given to someone else? What you felt back then is something that no one can get used to. But what if I tell you that there are ways to ease that excruciating pain? Well, today I'm going to share with you 5 ways on how to manage disappointment. So, let's head on to number one. Be honest with yourself. Sometimes, we tend to be in denial when we hear bad news. We tend to find a reason behind it in such a way that it would make us feel better. But in reality, you are just prolonging your pain. Because sooner or later, the truth will catch up to you. Let us use the work promotion as an example. When you're trying to race for it and you end up losing it to someone else, your mind tends to build up a variety of unlikely situations. You're thinking that maybe it has something to do with your boss having his favorites or the person has a better leverage than you. And by doing this, you are just prolonging your agony. Well, grieving about it is normal, but you need to be honest with yourself and try to shorten the in-denial stage because whatever theories you come up with, nothing is going to change. It already happened. Just use it as a learning event for you and remember that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Number two, 
remember that there's always a beginning and an ending so whatever disappointment you'll face in your life it will always subside the faster it does the faster the pain will go away let's say you or someone makes a mistake at work the feeling of disappointment will always be present But if your mind is built to know that a task has a beginning and an ending, you will realize right away that once this task is done, a new one will begin and you will always have a chance to make it up. Does that make sense? Number three, segment your life. Whenever you feel disappointed in yourself because of one poor performance, try to remember your accomplishments prior to this. You need to divide the good things and the bad things in your life. Do not mix them. Why? Because our brain tends to see the differentiated one. Imagine putting one white ball in a basket every time you've done something good, and a black ball every time you do something poorly. And let's say over time, we accumulated 12 white balls in the basket. And every time you look at it, you feel good and proud. However, one day you underperformed and you had to put a black ball in the basket. You and the other people who looks at the basket will always notice the black one because it stands out. And that is human nature. We always see the differentiated one. But you need to set your mind that one black ball or one bad performance does not equate to 12 good ones. What you need to do is get another basket for the bad ones and separate them. In this way, instead of seeing it as a stain, it will be more of a comparison. I hope these three items that I just discussed gave you some ideas on how to manage disappointment. And I actually have two more to share with you guys. But before that, let's take a short break. Number four, be more understanding. When you feel disappointed in someone, try to put yourself in their situation first. For example, When your staff underperforms, instead of letting the disappointment linger, try to find out the reason why they perform poorly. Is it their working condition? Did they have enough time to finish the task? Or did they have the proper tools to finish the job? If you were the one who was doing it considering those constraints, would the outcome be the same? In this way, you'll be able to cut the disappointment short and you'll be able to focus on the solutions in ways to improve the effectiveness and efficiency of everyone in your team. Last but not the least, number five, be proud of your battle scars. Instead of being disappointed in yourself all your life, use your mistakes as a lesson. Wear them like an expensive experience. Wear them like a tag saying, I survived and now I'm stronger than ever. And you know what? I'm actually one of the living examples. 
Let me tell you a short story about myself. I was a freshman back then when I played judo for my college, despite my dad telling me not to. I thought I was good because I was winning fights. I thought I was indestructible. But one day, I got into an accident. I broke my arms and we needed to put a metal implant within 3 days or else my bones would shorten. Aside from the physical pain that I felt during that time, I was also dying inside because I know that my parents and my teammates were disappointed in me. And so was myself. I was ashamed of the scar that accident left me and I had to cover it with a piece of cloth for months. But eventually, I realized that it won't go away and it's going to be part of me forever. And now every time I look at it, I don't feel disappointed in myself. I remember the lessons it taught me. It taught me to be humble, it taught me to listen, it taught me that physical strength is not the only way to show people that you are strong. And here I am right now sharing this story with you guys, hoping that my life scars will serve as a guide and inspiration. Just always remember that disappointment is inevitable, but it can always be managed. If you were able to relate to some of the items I just discussed, that means what you are experiencing is normal. If you know a friend or a family member who's also in their 20s and need guidance, please share this podcast with them. I promise to give you real-life experiences, challenges, and how our code 20 survived and resolved them. That being said, please do not forget to rate and give this podcast a review. Also, don't forget to follow our Instagram account so you're updated when we release a new episode. The IG handle is chapter20s.podcast. You can also join our Facebook group which is under chapter20s as well. We'd love to hear from you so feel free to send us feedback, questions, and suggestions. Lastly, please check out my band's first single on Spotify entitled Our Love by Almost Millennials. Again, thank you and see you on the next podcast episode.